Nature Conservancy's Immaquine Preserve provides the perfect viewing of migrating waterfowl. Illinois ushers in three new laws to begin 2021. More on these stories. I'm Sierra Henry. I'm Kelsey Watsonauer. And this is Lee Enterprises Long Story Short. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you all had a relaxing holiday week. New year, new me, right? It's time to shake off 2020 and prepare for a new year. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Long Story Short, where we recap weekly stories reported by Lee Enterprises Central Illinois journalists. We're going to start today's episode talking about some new laws going to affect in Illinois today. We have shared a few stories across our three sites detailing these new laws, so anything we talk about today can be found at pianograph.com, herald-review.com, and jg-tc.com. Let's start first with the minimum wage increase. Illinois increased its hourly minimum wage by $1 starting January 1st, bringing the minimum wage from $10 an hour to 11 Tipped workers will also see a small increase from $6 an hour to $6.60, and workers under the age of 18 will receive $8.50 an hour. This is the third wage increase in Illinois in a year, and it is part of the state's plan to gradually raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour by 2025. Illinois has also become one of the first states to limit the out-of-pocket price of insulin. The law, which went into effect today, limits the price of insulin to $100 for a 30-day supply, regardless of how much insulin is needed to fill a patient's prescription. It is important to note that this law applies to state-regulated commercial insurance plans, but not federally regulated plans. Another law you can read more about deals with missing person DNA. Kelsey, why don't you tell us a little bit about what this law includes? Well, this law will allow law enforcement agencies to begin collecting DNA samples of a missing person's family members to create a reference DNA sample. It also calls for a missing person's information to be submitted to the national system within 45 days. In high-risk missing person cases, law enforcement agencies are required to submit a packet of all DNA samples to the system within 30 days. The DNA samples are not allowed to be kept by law enforcement agencies once the missing person is located, however. These are just some highlights of these three new laws, so if anyone is interested in reading more about anything Sierra and I have talked about, I suggest you head on over to any of our three websites, panograph.com, herald-review.com, and jg-tc.com. While you're there, consider checking out our subscription options to support your local journalists. And with that, Kelsey, what's going on in local government this week? In Decatur, the newly elected Macon County State's Attorney, Scott Reuter, found his newest hire on the same ballot that put him in office. As Herald and Review reporter Tony Reed writes, the if you can't beat him, join him approach is turning out well for the new Assistant State's Attorney, Tamara Wagner, the Democratic challenger who fell to Reuter in the November election. This isn't the first time the pair have worked together with a history as colleagues and previously holding these same roles when Reuter was first elected State's Attorney back in 2000. Find Tony's full story at herald-review.com to read more about how this team of rivals is working out. Sarah, here we have some uh, education news as well. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Well, Heartland Community College is launching a new robotics operator micro certificate program this January. The program intended to help people enter the manufacturing field while teach students how to install advanced automated equipment, including robotics. The certificate itself will include a three credit hour class on robotic systems and a one credit hour class on OSHA construction safety or OSHA general industry safety. To read more about this new program or to learn more about other vocational courses offered at Heartland, check out Panograph reporter Lenore Sabota's story at panograph.com. Kelsey, what's going on at Lakeland College in Mattoon? The community college was selected as one of 25 schools to receive a 2020 PATH scholarship from the educational tech company Illusion. 
PATH, which stands for Progress, Accomplishment, Thriving, and Hope, awards scholarship funds to institutions which in turn deliver financial support to students experiencing economic hardship because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Lakeland received $20,000, which will be distributed to 12 students. The school was chosen from more than 160 community college applicants for this scholarship. The full story on how Lakeland is assisting students in need during the pandemic is at jg-tc.com. Sierra, why don't you tell us what's going on in the sports world? Two new coaches are joining Illinois head football coach Brett Bielema's team. This week, it was announced that Bart Miller, former line coach and offensive running game coordinator at University of Wyoming, is the team's new offensive line coach, and Tony Peterson, former Appalachian State University offensive coordinator, is now Illinois' new offensive coordinator. Reporter Joey Wagner has provided great coverage this week of these two coaches joining the team, as well as in-depth coverage of Illinois' new head football coach, Brett Bielema. You can check out his coverage at Harold HeraldHyvernReview.com to read more, where he provides photos, interviews with coaches, and clips of the recent press conference. Sports reporter Jim Benson has also broken down this weekend's back-to-back basketball games in the Missouri Valley Conference. Check in at Panagraph.com to read about what happened with the Bradley Loyola game, which was pushed back due to positive COVID-19 cases, Northern Iowa's 85-75 win, Evansville's win over Southern Illinois University, and more. Benson gives a quick rundown on each game with great photos. All right, next we have some public safety news. Kelsey, bring it in. Bloomington man is in custody after police say he hit a man who was walking home Saturday night. Randy Stein is charged with aggravated driving under the influence involving great bodily harm and leaving the scene of an accident accident involving injury and several traffic citations. Police said he admitted to drinking before and after the hit and run crash on Six Points Road that left a man bleeding and unresponsive just off the roadway. As of Wednesday afternoon, the victim remained unresponsive at a local hospital, and his fiance told the Panagraph he had broken several bones, including his neck, arm, and half of his ribcage. To read more about this crash and uh, the charges Stein faces, go to Panagraph.com to read my report. Decatur City community members held a prayer vigil in downtown Central Park to say it's time to put an end to a recent spike in violence in the city. The weekend before Christmas, Decatur police responded to shootings in which six people were injured, including a 10-year-old boy. In the following days, two men were found dead, one beaten to death, and another shot multiple times in his car, according to Decatur reporter Donette Beckett. The vigil focused on praying for the victim's family members and finding new ways to come together as a community. To read the full story and check out the photos of the vigil, read Beckett's report at herald-review.com. In other crime-related news, Crime Stoppers has stopped its services in McLean County, citing lack of funds. Crime Stoppers is a community program that allows people to provide information about local crime anonymously in exchange for cash rewards. The program discontinued its service earlier this month as Vice President Brian Pacamonte said they realized there wasn't going to be any money coming in 2021 since the revenue source, which was court fines, was not sustainable. Panagraph reporter Kate Heather has the full story online, including how the Bloomington Normal Law Enforcement Agencies are handling the change. Head over to Panagraph.com to read more. All right, now let's move into some community news. Uh, Sierra, why don't you start it off? Central Illinois bird lovers and watchers don't want to miss out on this opportunity near Havana. The Nature Conservancy's Immaquine Preserve is the perfect spot to catch a glimpse of the great migration of waterfowl. There are 28 species of waterfowl uh, that visit the preserve each year and the refuge center, and it's a great place to see bald eagles, apparently. This week's Explore with Lenore column walks us through the preserve and gives us some history of how it came to be. To learn more about this migration, how you can catch a glimpse of these waterfowl, or to just learn more about the nature preserve, read Lenore Sabota's column at Panagraph.com. 
I love reading Explore with Lenore every week. Lenore has spotlighted some really cool places this year that I'm just dying to visit, especially since they're all outdoor related. And you can find all of those stories at our website, pantograph.com, to read more. Continuing with this theme, Kelsey, I think that you have some nature-related news to tell us, so what's going on? Yeah, I think it's definitely safe to say we can just call this section uh, the Nature Corner because JGTC's reporter Rob Stroud takes readers to the Douglas Hart Nature Center in his story this week. Visitors to Douglas Hart will now be able to spot a great blue heron, pileated woodpecker, and other animals along trails at the 65-acre site. Woodcarver Mike Garrity of Orchid Acres Woodshop in Larna completed a series of wildlife sculptures last week uh, using stumps left behind after four ash trees were destroyed by boring beetles. The tree removal and sculpture work was made possible through grant funding from the Mattoon Community Trust after Land Stewardship Director Marissa Grant said they wanted to repurpose the wood that could be left behind. Check out the photos and hear from the carver himself in Rob's story at jg-tc.com. All right. <laughs> Like I said, new year, new me. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> I'm really not sure how this year is going to go. I mean, everyone keeps hyping up 2021. You know, oh my God, 20- I'm so thankful for 2020 to be over. This year has been horrible. Yeah, it has been horrible, but you know, don't really, I mean, we're still in this situation. So we're just going to keep on keeping on, keep on following these stories, keep on providing you the, the news. Um, Kelsey and I wanted to talk a little bit about some, I guess, New Year's traditions and New Year's resolutions. Um, personally, Kelsey and I will both be participating in uh, dry January this month and trying to get some other health benefits going for us. Um, not sure what that will entail, but most likely walking off all of the holiday feasts that we've been participating in. Um, um, other than that, New Year's traditions that we have. I'm personally planning on boiling a head of cabbage and getting those uh, black eyed peas in because I didn't do it last year and uh, things happened. Um, so <laughs> I'm going, we don't want to really break with tradition, so we're going to. I can be a little superstitious at times. Superstitious? I can be a little superstitious <laughs> at times. Just a little, a little stitious, you know, sometimes. Uh, so we, we want to get in that that good good karma before we start the the new year so first thing uh january 1st is i will be eating some leafy greens kelsey what do you plan to do this year and what's your new year's resolutions i will also be uh, partaking in some traditional new year's foods especially the black eyed peas which i really just discovered that i liked within the last couple years so i really i, I need that good karma too um last year i i I started the year with the intention of a really sad low goal of just like read 12 books in the whole year and I failed so I'm gonna try that. All that time I had so much time when I was working completely from home that yeah I should have been using my time more wisely but instead I was just a really really slow jigsaw puzzler that used up a lot of time so I'm gonna try again I'm gonna just 12 books which is not a lot I know don't make fun of me I'm doing my best. Um, Otherwise, um, really just trying to take some time and not put too much pressure on this year. Because I feel like, uh, like you said, Sierra, everyone is uh, hating on 2020 because it's a 
it was a terrible, terrible time for so many people. But putting too much pressure on 2021, it's not going to do anybody any good. We're still in the exact same situation we were before the clock stuck, struck midnight. So, uh, taking it easy this year. Uh, not putting too much pressure on myself or anybody. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really, yeah, not to be too, like bleak or anything oh my god we're such negative nancy's debbie downers oh my god no we're definitely not like (laughs) we're excited we're excited to see like this new year and everything play out and um i'm excited to see hear what books you read kelsey i don't know we'll just have to see where this year takes us and hopefully you know you guys stick with us keep listening to the podcast i think it's only going to get better from here um and just you know keep following us because we've got a lot going on and we're happy to provide you the news want to add anything else sure as always um i know like there's not a lot that we can do for this new year's eve but if you did any like little traditions this year if you ate some boiled cabbage or black eyed peas take some photos tag us in it on twitter my twitter handle is at pg underscore sierra henry and that's sierra as in sierra mist s-i-e-r-r-a and my twitter handle is at k watsoner it's uh k-w-a-t-z-n-a-u-e-r and um if you're enjoying this podcast and our reporting be sure to check us out on apple podcasts or spotify and while you're at it head over to panograph.com carol-review.com jg-tc.com and look at our subscription information and consider hashtag supporting local journalism very important very very important did not stress enough how important it is thank you all Uh, thanks everyone happy new year happy new year (laughs) oh my god how could we forget the years start coming and they don't stop coming and they never stop coming kelsey how could we forget (laughs) they just don't stop coming So we got to move forward. We got to push forward. 2021, it's a new year. It's going to be a better year. Um, We're still in the same situation, but, you know, we're just pushing forward. Got to keep going. Got to keep swimming. Just keep swimming, swimming, (laughs) swimming. What do we do? We swim. Swim.